You are listening to the Cattle Call Podcast. This is the place where computer-aided design and drafting meets humor and practicality, with a touch of business acumen thrown in for fun. Jim and Rocco, the owners of Zentech Consultants, the premier U.S. technology consulting firm for architecture, engineering, construction, and manufacturing, discuss the fascinating world of CAD with some humor and some honesty. The Cattle Call Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cattle Call Podcast with Jim and Rocco from Zentech Consultants. I am Jim, your overly caffeinated resident tech geek, and with me, as always, is my partner in crime. It's Rocco. Good morning, people. It's Rocco, people. Rocco the wet blanket, who just has no fun names for himself. You got to work on that, man. You're like a wet blanket. Give you all these opportunities. You never grab any great names like Rocco the Wondrous or Rocco the Amazing. Well, keep going. What no, I'm not giving you any. <laughs> no, I got things for you, but I'm not allowed to do those on a family show. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so today we are talking about uh, preparing for the $1 trillion infrastructure boom, right? Big topic that's coming this way. So listen, folks, uh, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, for the last couple of months, you have heard all about the trillion-dollar infrastructure package that the federal government passed. Now, uh, look, folks, yeah, set aside all your personal political beliefs here and, and whether or not you agree with it or think it's a good idea or a bad idea, it's now the law and it is coming. Right? And for those of us who work in the infrastructure space on a regular basis, this is the biggest investment in our industry in American history. And it is going to be simply staggering in the amount of work it's going to bring to most of us. Um, you know, the problem, of course, is that work is going to hit right in the middle of the largest skilled labor and technology shortage that we've ever seen. Uh, and it, it ain't that always the way, right? It's like my grandma always said, right? It never rains, but it pours. Uh, and on today's show, I want to get into the ways that all of us in the civil site infrastructure kind of realm you know, everybody from, you know, designers to GCs, excavators, environmental folks, and hundreds of others. How can we prep for the onslaught of work that we are facing with a seriously reduced workforce? Um, so, Rocco, you spend a lot of time in calls and meetings with our civil type clients. Are they worried about meeting the work demand when there's such a shortage of people, particularly the, the tech folks in the infrastructure space? <laughs> they're they're worried today. I mean, right this minute about me about meeting the uh, meeting the the you know the challenges of what they have on their plate. I I, I mean, yeah, of course they're thinking ahead, but the the, the problem is 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 here. You know, they're yeah. it, it's an everyday problem that they're having. Yeah, I think we, we've I mean, got the issue already from COVID just coming back from that, but before even all of this new infrastructure work is hitting. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, it's kind of you know it's it's sad in some regards. I mean I, I I talk to you know folks all the time that tell me that they and we've had it the experience ourselves, right? I mean you've got interviews set up with people and they don't even show up. Yeah. So so just finding you know dependable people uh, is to to handle today's workload is a problem. So yeah, it's it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So, you know, look, look, we're not going to tell anybody today how to go about landing projects under the infrastructure bill. The, the truth is, you guys know your business way better than Rocco and I ever will. Um, you know, and I honestly think that the problem that we're all going to be facing is having to turn work away 
rather than going out to find it. Um, it's even going to be, like Rock was saying, a big problem for us here at Zentech, right? We do the majority of our work in the civil survey transportation space, and we are already getting swamped by the workload coming at us in that arena. Um, you know, I think that over the next five years, which is the spend out term for this bill, the, the workload is going to become crippling for all of us, particularly in the technology end of this field. Uh, look, according to Dodge Data and Analytics, right, the need for technology-capable workers in the infrastructure space, it has risen to its highest level ever. 69% of all firms in the space are trying to hire technology specialists to meet the demands for upcoming projects. That's, that's a key factor in what we're talking about today, right? The need for uh, tech-capable people to counterbalance the shortage of skilled labor and the effects of the, the great resignation. Um, you know, when you have a limited workforce and, and excessive amounts of work, the only option is to hire or train your staff to be more efficient and effective. Um, excuse me. <coughs> I apologize, folks. All right, and anyway, I'm sorry. In, in, in you a okay, Jim? Are you going to yeah, make it? Uh, you're not getting the inheritance yet. Keep, keep wishing. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, um, you know, you know, so what it comes down to is it means letting, you know, technology take some of the strain off your, off your workload, right? No matter what their position is, a worker who has high quality tech skills is going to be more efficient. Um, you know, e even if you're just talking about getting people better trained on small items like emailing or how to save and store files consistently, uh, you know, how to review construction documents digitally. You know, all those things save time and money. And over time, those small efficiencies add up to big savings in cash. <laughs> but even more importantly, they're massive time savers, right? Which, which you know, I really do think is, is what we're going to need most over the next decade. Um, think of it like this. If, if technology can save each worker one hour of time a day, right? Easy to do with, with some good tech. Just do the math across a three-year road project, right? You got 20 office staff and 100 field workers. You're looking at saving close to 20,000 hours. That's effectively two years of time just on simple updates and changes to your, to your training and, and basic processes. So, you know, Rocco, are the folks you talk to focusing on the technology aspect of this new design-build world, or are a lot of them still trying to force-fit kind of the old model of just, you know, throw warm bodies at the problem? <laughs> I mean, we're service. Most of our work is around the technology, so you know it's a little bit hard to answer that question. I mean, we definitely are seeing a greater influx of people interested in updating their their technology and getting their their skill set um, updated. So I, I, you know, the the answer is yes, but I think it's it's because of what we do. You know, that, that, that's fair. That is fair. We do have kind of a uh, a limited cross-section that we deal with, right? We deal with folks who are coming to us because that's what they're looking to do. Um, so look, you know, in, in the current environment and, and honestly, you know, for the foreseeable future, I think hiring people is going to be really difficult. Um, you know, the key is really going to be holding on to the people that you already have when every single one of your competitors is going to try and entice them away from you. It's, it's a worker's market right now, and, and, and it will be in the design spill build space for probably at least a decade. 
right? So, you know, how do you keep your people, right? And, and I think the answer, the first answer is really simple. You train them. Look, um, I know longtime listeners of the show have heard me say this many times, uh, but all data says the same thing at a rate of almost three to one. Employees are more interested in professional training and potential advancement as their primary motivator to stay where they are over and above raises, right? That is no joke, right? People are more interested in getting formal training and advancing in your company than they are in money, right? And I think that's the secret weapon here, right? That, that's where you move ahead of your competitors and you have happy, productive workers to meet the coming avalanche of work, right? You, you train them, then you train them, and then you train them some more. Uh, you know, you, you get better skilled, more efficient, contented workers who, you know, when they are that, you're going to want to promote them uh, and, and you'll make more money in the process. Yeah, I, I think it's also a, a factor of, um, you know, uh, look, we're, we're all after the better, right? You know, no matter where you sit in life, you, you, you want to improve things. So sure. it's not just about the money, like you say. I mean, you want you want advancements. You want to know that you're that you're getting trained, that your company is doing well, mm-hmm. um, that you have opportunity for, for, for growth. I mean, if, if you're in an environment where, you know, where, where they're still, you know, really behind on the technology <coughs> and, and, you know, you're seeing projects uh, fall apart and lose jobs. I mean, you know, the writing is on the wall, right? I mean, the, mm-hmm. the door is going to be closed soon. So uh, it's, it's not only about the money, that's for yeah, sure. A lot of it is about, you know, being appreciated and job satisfaction and, and taking pride in what you do. And I don't think that's been lost. I had a lot of grumpy old people like me and Rocco say that sometimes. I don't believe it for a second. I don't think young people are, are, are lazy and don't want to work, and but they want job satisfaction, and this is where they get it, much more so than even the money. So, listen, money never hurts. Everybody likes money. Uh, but look, you know, I think uh, Brock was absolutely right. I mean, you know, but I believe that every, every firm in the infrastructure space, you need to start actively training every single person in your firm, right? And they need to do it now. And look, folks, when, when I say the word everyone, That is exactly what I mean. I mean your administrative assistant. They need training on Microsoft Office products and and email tracking. And your project managers, they need more training on your project management software. And estimators need more training for Bluebeam or or whatever system you're using. The designers, they need high-end CAD training. Even your field laborers need to know how to use mobile apps effectively so that they can fill out their timesheets and, and, and submit punch lists and RFIs and you know report issues they see in the field. There is no one in the infrastructure space at any level who you can skip training in this environment. Um, and, and I think it's also something that you kind of need to plan for in two ways. Uh, you know, first, you need to start the training immediately. Right? before your workers start migrating off to greener pastures. Um, you know, you may not have massive new workloads yet, but they are coming. And your competition is actively hiring and actively training their own staff today. Right? And I think second, you, you need to maintain that training as you move forward. Um, you can't think of it as, as like a one-time or a short-term answer, like Rocco was saying, right? People want to know that they're appreciated and that they're, they're, they're getting the professional development they need. And, and every job in your company should really have uh, 
a plans training and development path for workers to enhance their skill sets, right? And, 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 and it enhances their value to your company year over year. Right? It should be a planned, ongoing thing. So, Rocco, we do a lot of training for our clients. Um, how many of them are working towards those formal ongoing development plans versus just grabbing ad hoc classes kind of here and there for a few of their people? No, I'm seeing more and more where they, they, you know, where they're trying to, they're, they're trying to plan out, right? And and they're trying to strategically plan it because of the workload that they that they have on their plate. So, um, it's 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 definitely happening. Yeah, and I think it's really important to to think that way. Um, you know, so I guess the other question here is is kind of the how of training your staff to get them ready and to give them ongoing updates for it for this coming infrastructure boom. So, you know, here's what I want to warn everyone to avoid. And it's the, the, the concept of traditional in-person, full day, even full week types of training. Um, those methods are dying off in the modern tech world because they're proven failures. Uh, listen, there's just too much info dump for anybody. I don't care who you are. You're not going to effectively learn anything in a full day class, right? much less a full week. I, you, your brain just can't absorb that much information. I mean, look, you want to keep your training sessions to two hours maximum. Uh, anything beyond that is subject to the law of diminishing returns, right? And Rocco and I have done this for a very long time now. And, you know, two hours is the perfect target class length, right? You know, split, you know, those longer classes into multiple sessions across weeks or months. But if you present it at that length, right? your staff is going to get you the best return on investment there. Um, you know, not only that, but those, those two-hour sessions meet my second important criteria on why you never want full-day training. The cost of full-day sessions will kill you. Look, training is cheap, right? Most of us in this world with, you know, all the new work looming, we're not worried about spending a few hundred bucks for, for an employee to go get some solid training. It's a no-brainer. The real cost comes in downtime and loss of billable hours. If your employee is out for a full day, that, that's eight hours of income that you just lost on top of the training cost. Right? And that, that can be tens of thousands of dollars. Now, you can even lose projects in extreme cases that way. Okay? Short, online classes that you know, your people can, can hit even when they're out in the field or, or anywhere else. Those are the smart answer, right? So look, with that said, let's take a quick break here to, to listen in from today's sponsor. And when we get back, I want to talk about more on the software side of this equation, all right? So stand by, folks. We'll be back in just a minute with more of the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, everybody. Today's episode of the Cattle Call Podcast is brought to you by Zentech Consultants. That's Rocco and I. We're bringing ourselves to you. Aren't we nice? So we wanted to talk to you guys today about uh, some of the things that we offer at Zentech Consultants. In particular, we wanted to talk to you today about our offerings around developing and upgrading your CAD standards. We are here to help you guys with all of your CAD standard needs from ongoing drafting and design support to block and library development, full CAD standards development, Right, CAD version upgrades, really whatever it is that you guys need when it comes to 
developing, implementing, and tweaking your current CAD standards. Or like I said, if you don't have any yet, we can help you build them from scratch. So Rocco, why don't you tell all the good folks how they can reach out to us and start that conversation? Yeah, there's a lot of information people on our website, zentechconsultants.net. That's Z-E-N-T-E-K, consultants.net. Or you can give us a call, 866-824-4459, or even drop us an email, sales at zentechconsultants.net. Ooh, nice. CAD standards from Zentech Consultants. You're listening to the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cattle Call Podcast. We're talking about the looming issue of the, the massive new infrastructure bill that was just signed into law a few weeks back. Um, and in this half of the show, I want to talk about the software and, and work process problems that you're going to face with all the work we're going to be handling as an industry. Um, so let's start by politely saying that survey, civil, and transportation folks are, to put it mildly, very conservative, right? Uh, you know, they all work on the, the, the concept of, you know, if it ain't broke, I ain't fixing it. Uh, you know, the problem there is that with a lack of skilled tech people, you need to do more with less. And older software, older processes, older standards are not going to get it done. Right? So you know, look, this is my personal arena. It's the place I spend 90% of my work day. And even now, right at, at the end of 2021, I am dealing with design firms working in CAD systems from 2006 and construction companies who are still doing takeoffs and estimates using colored pens and paper. All right, look, I get it. That still works on a very small scale. The problem is your, your competition is already at least a decade ahead of you and they will be taking all of your work because they can do it better and faster than you, okay? It, it, it also isn't helping with the retention issues we discussed at the top half of this podcast. People aren't staying with your company to learn techniques that are decades out of date. Right? They're going to go looking for greener pastures. And, and that is a death knell for small to medium-sized infrastructure firms. I also know that at least a few of our listeners out there are thinking right now, well, I have talented folks who've been doing it this way for decades. Why would I change that? And, and here's, I'm going to give you guys a simple, honest answer. If they have been doing it that way for decades, they're getting close to retirement age. And when they leave, what are you going to do? Okay. So Rocco, do you see a lot of companies still resisting the need to implement tech or even just to, to update the technology that they already have? And, and what do you think is the long-term impact for that? Yeah, <coughs> I, I mean, you know, again, we're kind of skewed. I mean, a lot of people that come to us are interested in making the change, right, because we deal with technology. Um, but but there's a lot of firms that, okay, we present solutions to and the impact of, of making change, and, and then they kind of resist and, oh, we don't, okay, that's going to take cost that much or that's going to take that long. Well, the, you know, the reality is that the longer you wait, the more difficult it is because, sure. you know, you, you, if you're to, to the example you gave, if you're on a 2006 based platform and now you want to go to a 2022 based platform, 
you know, you're 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 talking about a big jump, you know. So yeah, that learning curve is immense. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta, you know, you gotta factor those those points in. I mean, staying up to date is important. Do you need to be? And you're, you're gonna hit on this point. Do you need to be right at the cutting edge of it all the time? No, but there's got to be a, a a counterbalance and in between, you know. Yeah. No, actually, I agree with what Rocco said. Right. You 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 don't. You don't need to have the latest and greatest version of, of every software by any means. Right? And you know, listen, I tell my clients all the time right, that they want to be on the leading edge, but not on the bleeding edge of their technology. Right? You, don't, you, you do need to be relatively close to the current release stuff. Right? You listen, if you are you know, more than two releases behind, no matter what software you're using, right, from, from Microsoft Office to Civil 3D or Anything else, right? You need to be planning. If you're two releases back, you need to be planning an upgrade today. Uh, you know, being that far behind, it leaves you at a competitive disadvantage, right? Newer processes that you just don't have access to or even know exist may be the game changer that, that lets you handle a massive workload with fewer staff. Um, you know, and, and look, the truth is it's also a very big turnoff when you're looking for new hires, right? A big part of people leaving their current jobs is frustration with out-of-date processes and systems, right? People want to learn and work with the newest technology and, and, and not be button-pushing drones who have been doing the same thing every day in the exact same way for years and years. Look. Yeah, well, not only that, but I mean, if you, you know, if you have an environment where, you know, you're so outdated and then you, all of a sudden you drop it on your people that, okay, we're going to be moving, you know, next week, it, it, then, then you hit a, you hit a humana humana point where it's like, <coughs> how, how are your people going to keep up with the workload and then all of a sudden update as well. I mean, we've seen that too, right? I mean, we're, we're, where people are, are, are thrown into the technology and it's like, well, I used to do it that way. Well, yeah, I used to do it that way again in 2006, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that, that way doesn't even to... exist in this modern <laughs> software. Yeah. That's a big, big problem. Yeah. No doubt. You know, you, you got to move forward people. I mean, you can't just stay in the past and, and, and continue doing the same thing. You know, if, if you spend a little time reading, right, you go ahead and you, you look at uh, some of the business experts out there like Forbes and Harvard review Right? They say that you know frustration with outdated technology and, and old outdated processes is one of the top three factors for why people are leaving their current jobs in this, you know, the, the quote unquote great resignation. People need to keep their skill set current or they become unemployable. And they know that. Right? You, you, your workers know that. Right? With such a massive hiring demand right now, they know that if they fall behind understanding and being able to work with the leading tech, they will be stuck where they are forever. And they're just not going to let that happen when they can get better training, better processes, better advancement someplace else. Okay. So, you know, Rocco, do you see a lot of the clients taking kind of this lull before the storm to begin gearing up and implementing upgrades and updates before this whole infrastructure storm hits? Or, you know, or, or like you said, do you still see some folks who are just kind of rolling with business as usual? Yeah, all of the above. I mean, we, we're definitely, <clears throat> over the past couple of months especially, we've definitely seen um, a, a number of firms that are, you know, behind, way behind. 
uh, come to us, you know, and we're helping them get get more current. So uh, it, it it's all over the map, but it's we're we're definitely having much more, many more conversations uh, around getting current. And, and, and I don't know that it's, you know, I don't know if it's 100% attributed to the infrastructure changes or just because they're starting to realize that they're just so damn busy and that having more current technology would really help them. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. Um, so look, everybody, you know, beyond the software and the technology, I think everybody in our industry needs to take a long, hard look at their current standards and work processes. Um, look, you know, better technology doesn't help if you don't change your workflow process to take advantage of that technology, right? I, I tell you, it's, it, it's like buying a, a Lamborghini to reduce your commute time to work. I can drive faster. But, but that doesn't mean anything if you continue to drive the same old route that has two-hour delays and you can't get above 15 miles an hour. The machine ain't going to help you there. Um, you know, a perfect example of this that I see in, in the civil survey world is companies' CAD standards, right? Look, most of my clients have standards that they developed when their company was founded, and they haven't been updated since. They use the same layer names, the same drafting processes, the same tools because it's what they've always done. The problem is that type of approach isolates your firm and it makes it impossible for you to work effectively with outside consultants. And that is something we are all going to have to do when this new workload hits, right? You need to start looking at things like changing to the, to the national CAD standards, right? For ease of file transition and you know working completely with data that you're developing from, you know, 3D tin surfaces and intelligent data instead of just drafting, you know, 2D lines on the plan to make it look good when you print it, right? That type of output, that, that old school mentality means that nobody else can work with you effectively. And you will, I promise you, lose money and projects that way, right? Just like with the software upgrades, the time to develop new processes is today. You have, from my estimate, from the time we're recording this, you have about six months, maybe a year to get all of this squared away before we all get inundated, right? If you hesitate or if you resist the technology updates, uh, I'm sorry to say this, but a lot of firms are going to go under just because they can't compete. Okay, think about that. It's going to be the busiest the infrastructure world has ever been, and you can go out of business how crazy is that? Okay. All right. So Rocco, you know, what, what's your call load? I right? kind of been like since the infrastructure bill passed, right? Are we seeing a lot more companies looking suddenly now to make standards and workflow and software type of updates, you know, before that load arrives? Or, or do you think it's just kind of been the steady increase in, in work in general? Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I, I think it's a combination of what they've got on their plate now, what they're looking for in, in the future. But uh, we've definitely, over the past couple of months, uh, seen a lot more folks looking to to get those those standards updated. Um, and, you know, and a lot of them just don't, they, they have talented staff in-house, but they just don't have the time to pull that staff away to, to work on that. And you know, and so that's why they look to, to experts like us to help help get those those standards updated, help to get 
the folks updated um, with their skill set. Yeah. Now, I mean, I guess just from my side, I've seen it be, and it, to be fair, it's, it's where I do the bulk of the work, right? It's, it's in that civil space. And it just seems like my, my civil project load has just gone through the roof over the past, you know, three, four months. Um, all right. So look, you know, like Rocco was saying, right, it's no it's no big secret for our listeners that, you know, helping people handle these updates and changes are, are what we do at Zentech. All right. So you know, we absolutely we have a horse in this race. Uh, you know, the truth is, though, that even if you guys choose to go with a completely different firm, all right, or if you decide you're going to handle all of this in house, that's OK. It is something that every design and construction firm out there needs to address in whatever way you choose. Uh, but even if you're not necessarily in infrastructure, everybody who listens to us here is, is going to get benefits out of this bill. All right? It's not just roads and bridges, right? There's solar, there's telecom, environmental, and all of the support structures and buildings that go along with those. Right? So architects and, and smaller GC, everybody's, you know, electrical guys, everybody's getting something here. Right? Don't let yourself be the one who got left out in the in the cold during the biggest design build boom in history, right? You need to, to start seriously looking at your software and your workflows and how you're training and supporting your staff long-term. Um, and if you guys don't get on this right away, I really think a lot of established firms are, are going to lose out in a really big way. Uh, skilled tech and labor staff shortages are already a plague in our industry, right? And I, and I really believe if you try to stay with, you know, kind of, you know, quote unquote, the way we've always done it, if you stay with that mindset, you are going to lose your best staff inside of a year and nobody else will come to work for you, right? Even if you manage to find somebody to interview in that space, good luck with that. We're having a, a great time with that right now. Um, all I'm saying is don't be the one firm that stars in the middle of a work feast, right? So, all right, I guess that's enough of Jim's lecturing for one day. So I'll get that off my soapbox and let you all get on with the process of updating all your systems. Rocco, want to throw anything else in here before we roll? No, you need help getting down from that soapbox? Nah, I'm, I'm pudgy. I bounce. I'm like a bumble. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, we are out of here. We will catch you next time on the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, everybody, today's cattle call was brought to you courtesy of Zentech Consultants. That's Rocco and I. Uh, Zentech Consultants works with design and manufacturing firms to help our clients purchase and implement the software that they need in these complex industries. Uh, we provide a single point of contact for clients to buy, develop, and learn the most vital software systems for your specific needs. Uh, Zentech strives to be your trusted technology partner from your initial needs all the way through long-term support and training for your entire staff. So Rocco, why don't you tell them how to reach out to Zentech? All right, yeah, you can reach out to us through zentechconsultants.net. You can email us at sales at zentechconsultants.net or you can even call us 866-824-4459. Excellent, we look forward to hearing from y'all.